The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the wild west of the internet, it's The Geek Show. <laughs> On today's episode, all the latest news, including the three DC characters which will go forward in the DCU. I've got the dirt. Yes. And it's not who you think. It's not who you think. Go to. Ah. Hi there. How is everyone? Hi. Oh, y'all look good. so good. Y'all look great. Jay, you're looking good. They're all relaxed in your giant chair. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm hungover. Oh. Uh, uh, my brother's birthday was yesterday, and we 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 drank a lot and he happy, celebrated his 40th birthday. We happy birthday, birthday to him! Yes, happy birthday, yeah. Brandon! Yeah. yeah. What's uh? Oh, that's what's, cool. Uh, what'd you what'd you drink? Huh? What what'd a you drink? A whiskey. I, a lot of whiskey. Uh, he's a big whiskey guy, more of a tequila guy. So I haven't had brown liquor in a long time. We we've been doing a lot. It's a lot of black people activity right now. There's a, they they rented out this whole mansion, and the, there's like thirty people here. I'm in the wow. east wing. Recording. What are you calling your wing? Yeah, it's Mojo Dojo Casa House. The what now? <laughs> huh? I think he said Mojo Dojo Casa um, House. You know what? <laughs> I'm going uh, to uh, call my frozen. wing um, D- Dave. Oh, I like that. The Dave wing. Dave I like wing. that. Okay, that's nice. Uh, right. She is mustering all of her energy to take care of her husband. And, well, I, I feel sorry for him. Uh, he, may, he may die by the end of this weekend. <laughs> She's Rebecca oh. Frost. Yeah, I'm not a caretaker. <laughs> don't. Um, that's why I don't have kids. I'm not, I'm not taking care of nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she eats. <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking it. Kolaches. Oh, Just I love those kolachi times. It is. Uh, my father approves of his mustache. He's quad T too tall, Tony. Ah, thank you. I'm glad the ghost of Jack would approve. This that's is exactly how. That's exactly how Jack did it, man. Just A man of style. That's strong. That's how that's we buried so him. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Buried him uh, with the mustache? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twisted and everything. Long. Oh. He actually had it pretty long at the end. There. This is almost oh. too long for me. I'm going to, I think I'm going to trim it up a little bit. It tickles. Don't you dare you, Magnificent <laughs> Tickles the cheek. <laughs> oh, you're a magnificent bastard, Lee George Cade. Hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. Last night I was introduced to Whiskey Sours. I drank ah, four. Really? Yeah. So with the egg white and shaken, um, it was served to me by a very large German man who shook them and sang me a song while he was making the whiskey sour. So um, I may also have a little bit of a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> what but makes a okay. sour? Yeah, a whiskey bitter, sour. Bit, bitters, sour, uh, whiskey, and then egg white like, makes uh, it smooth. Put some mm-hmm. yeah. some yeah. War, warheads in there? Or? No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Sour is this, is, yeah. I was like, is this how we get Tony to drink? This, yeah. this is making sense. Tony, I'm have you heard about the thing where people just put Skittles in a bottle of vodka and leave it? No, no, no. Then you get brown Never vodka. Everclear, too. Everclear, too. We have uh, Fruit Loops flavored vodka as well. He's our mm-hmm. host with the Fruit Loops flavored vodka. He's Gary <laughs> <Carrie> Jackson. <laughs> I used to be all about those sweet sugary drinks, but I found that they give me more of a hangover. Well, so yeah, heart- that's the whole and deal. And potentially heartburn. 
And yes, that too. So I backed away from it. I'm now what would get me back on the sweet sugary uh drink boat would be if Carmilla Creeper became a drink. Ew. Loving the Carmilla, Carmilla Creeper, huh? Get Jimmy it's the wine good. guy, I bet he could make one. Oh, easily. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he oh, would yeah. he would he would taste the cereal and go, hints of caramel. Uh I'll do this <laughs> and it'll be Bailey's and it'll be this and you know Just a little <laughs> bit of malto dextrin in there. Yeah. <laughs> He'd do that. All right, uh, I was just happy to find that my uh, liquor store next to my house is finally selling soju, my favorite booze in the <gasps> world. Yes! I know, right? I know, even the flavored ones, but I prefer just the straight ones. But, ooh, so it's good. so good. Google well, I found a new flavor of energy drink, sour pink lemonade. It's oh, delicious. A little vodka I've been, there, I've been drinking a whole lot of this thing. Maybe you've heard of it called water. Oh, uh, yes. oh I got that right here. You know, I, I you got to hydrate. Acrylic earth texture from Vallejo. Yum, yum, <laughs> You've yum. You've been drinking <laughs> that, huh? All right. Except I was drinking coffee hey, out of Carrie. my KPCW mug. Carrie, don't be mad. I have a KPCW mug. That's okay. That station's going out of business, so I'm not It concerned. is. <laughs> Bad Brad Wheeler's <laughs> trying to buy it, and I encourage well, people to go to his GoFundMe buy- page. KPC, yeah. the Park City one? The Park City station, yeah. He's trying to buy it. It's it's mm. it's remarkably affordable. <laughs> well, how affordable are we talking, Carrie? Seventeen dollars, eighteen? Oh, about three hundred grand or something. This yeah. mug oh, this mug in particular, because my mother in law bullied she bullies me into donating every time Habitat for Humanity does a, a drive because she's a Habitat for Humanity person. Um, mm-hmm. So she always bullies me and she's like, this is the last year they're doing the mugs. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I got one. Why aren't they doing it? She's like, oh, because the guy who does it isn't doing it anymore because he was yeah. basically doing it for free. So that, oh. that mug looks pretty substantial. That looks like a murder mug. You could easily- This is easily, a hefty mug. You know. I love it. And it's a big, yeah. I'm a big mug fan. I love a big mug. You like that oh. root beer, huh? I like yeah. Habitat. <laughs> I like Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> Huge manatees, yes. Uh, Worse oh. than JimmyCarter.com. Happy birthday, 99. 99. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. I remember, I remember when I thought he was dead a year ago. He's <laughs> in hospice. He's been in hospice for like a year. Yeah, because he's building That's more crazy. hospices. His parents yeah. are like, <laughs> his, 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 his kids are like, come on, Dad, Jesus. All right, anyway, uh, let's uh, move on. Oh, yes, we got our first, not look. Well, look, yes, but here of rick and morty sound alike oh, voices yep, yep right there so i i i mean i listened to them and i'll be honest i thought they sounded just like justin roiland good enough for me I mean, i'd say the they're thing. i'd say they're 90 yeah. percent of the way there and right? after the first really? episode i'm not even gonna notice i feel like they sound the exact same and yeah. the the thing is people have been doing these impressions since when did the show come out 2011 yeah yeah not well, 2011 but i don't yeah. know <laughs> it was like uh 17 i think something like that 16 maybe so anyway. who so who is doing the voices yeah i was just about to ask we still don't know yeah i think it's newcomers <laughs> isn't it it's just people they auditioned and found yeah from what I understand. Well, they're not, they're not <laughs> announcing it they're not announcing it until the show's out which yeah. i respect honestly yeah. I think that's a good idea, honestly, because then you'll tune in. Uh, yeah, October fifteenth. You're Justin Royal, and you're like, "Oh, I'm so shitty. People had to replace me with these other people, but they sound just <laughs> yeah. right." Whereas Mel Blank, they had to hire seventy-four people to replace yeah. all of his characters, and none <laughs> exactly. of them sound right. Exactly. Right. They've mm-hmm. got yeah. They've got like one guy to do. What is he doing? Bugs and one yeah. other character. 
Yeah. And I'm like, Mel Blanc sat down and went, oh, okay, what do you need? <laughs> yeah. 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 Give you nine characters yeah. right now. Or like, in five you minutes. know, they still haven't managed to peg one good Kermit the Frog voice, but hey, that's, that's fine. We'll... Exactly. That, Rick and Morty, it, that, easy. I, I wonder if they'll ever get Kermit right. Anyway. Crim <laughs> uh, uh, So we got the, uh, <laughs> some of the recent art for uh, this trailer that we got to see. Uh, is is a spaghetti and meatball situation, blood and guts and poop, and uh, the the looming visage of arch-villain Rick Prime, and uh, also Mister Poopy Butthole makes his appearance there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the I'm grossest. So excited to see what the man's been up to. The, the <laughs> grossest part of the trailer I saw was where Morty had to jump up onto a giant white ape, stick his tongue in the ape's <laughs> nose. <laughs> And clean it Lick out. it around. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm right. pretty I, excited for this new season. Yeah. I'm not Star Trek has been doing Star Trek has been doing those very short treks on YouTube, I, and I one of the more them. recent one of the more recent them. ones is the is worst contact, and it, they go to a booger planet, and it yeah. was yeah. one oh. of the grossest things I've ever seen. Uh, there's 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 a new one where it's all holograms holograms constantly. all the way down <laughs> yeah and uh i i just i just loved it because somehow they managed to bring neelix back <gasps> neelix is back <laughs> i'm, I'm good right. now dan go. in the chat room says that they're not announcing the names of the people because they're worried about uh, toxic fan backlash and that's uh, as legitimate uh, a reason as any with this so ip Here's how you recast Rick and Morty's voices. Is first you have them star in a Zack Snyder movie, and then afterwards they do the <laughs> Rick and Morty voices, and the same fans will be like, yeah, it's amazing. They're the most talented talents It's ever. a Venn diagram that's like this. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, another trailer we got this week that I'm, I didn't care about until I saw this trailer, and I went, okay, they get the idea. It's a schlocky film, and it needs to be. That's mm -hmm. the remake of The Toxic Avenger. I don't know whether to call it oh, a remake nice. or a reboot or what, but uh, we got our first footage, and its its tongue is placed firmly in cheek. Uh, for or In the footage, a news anchor, and it's like these RoboCop-type news anchors. They're kind of fake-looking, you know. Uh, and the, the news anchor announces, a group of armed extremists, the Nasty Lads... <laughs> have have taken hostages at a Miss Meat Lunchatorium downtown. What? This sounds like this sounds like an episode of Invader Zim or something. <laughs> well, I mean, Toxic Avenger was before Invader Zim. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it looked interesting, and of course, you got Peter Dinklage as Toxie. <laughs> awesome, love it. Uh, Elijah Wood's in there. Kevin Bacon's in there somewhere. I saw a screenshot of Elijah Wood in the trailer, and mm -hmm. he looks looking wild like in this. He, yeah, like, he looks like the penguin, yeah. He's nasty looking. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> uh, go watch that if you, you know, if you have a mind to. It's uh, kind of interesting. Uh, real quick here, some housekeeping, and then we'll get on to the rest of the stuff. Geekshow.store launched. Hooray! Yeah! Woo -woo -woo. Yeah! And uh, go in there, take a look, read the descriptions of the products before you buy them. I advise that. It's just good to know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a t-shirt. Yeah. Or a hat. Uh, ge yeah, geekshow.store. This is, uh, we've launched it with, with just minimum items. We're going to start adding some new ones, including hoodies on the way. Hoodies are on the way just in time for the cold weather. 
So geekshow.store, you can go there and pick up all your stuff. Also, don't forget our Saturday matinee coming up for October on the 14th. It's Monster Squad, and that will be at uh, Brewies in Salt Lake City. Doors at 11.30, pod at noon, movie at 1, and pay what you want. That's how it works. There it is, Wolfman, Monster Squad. Wolfman and Nards, et cetera, et cetera. Nards? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine, like, you spend years writing this movie, you make the movie, everybody watches the movie, and all anybody, and I'm not picking on you here, Rebecca, but all anybody remembers is Wolfman as Nards. Hey, I, I haven't even seen the movie. Yeah. You just well, know that. I just know. Right. right. It was like Fred Decker wrote one great line in his entire career, and it's Wolfman <laughs> has Nards. So that's uh, the 14th uh, at Brewbies. And don't forget our Patreon, geekshowgotthiscovered.com, where you can get the secret show that happens after this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's it's see. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Tony saw Blue Beetle. And I liked it. And liked it. And... Blue Beetle, uh, the first 10 minutes of Blue Beetle are free on YouTube right now. So, okay. I, but why? That's <laughs> yeah, what, that's that was weird. my question, Rebecca, yeah. actually. Because <laughs> it's like, if you're not going to see this movie, would this 10 minutes make you go, oh, I'll give it a shot? No. Probably not. I didn't <laughs> think so. Also, I haven't like, seen the movie been, and liking it. It's been theaters for long enough that like, why try to reboot? Like, why try to get people interested in it again? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's available to rent uh, at home on your uh, PVOD, and it's going to be available for purchase on October 31st. But uh, there you go. That's a ways away. So there's that. Another trailer we got this week was, uh, or was it the week before? I think it was the week before. Disney's latest animated film, Wish, is what it's called. This oh, looks yeah. so good. It does look it, good. Uh, I do have a minor criticism. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, two criticisms, actually. Uh, one, her mom is dead. What a twist in a Disney movie. And <laughs> also... <laughs> hey, there are themes we, we have to stick to. Have we noticed that... The female characters in these Disney movies, they've really leaned away from like, like, uh, how to describe it? They've they've started to make all of these main characters so adorable that that's really their only personality <laughs> trait. So they're like, well, we have to the... we have to start giving these women personalities, and the only thing that they can think of is adorable. Was Tangled <laughs> the first one that started that? I think or right? around that. Like, like, right, like Tangled, Frozen, Encanto. Um, well, wasn't I mean, Belle I, the original Adorkable? Uh, Belle? Oh, really? Talk, she was, she was about Belle. daddy issues. I'm Belle, just asking. Yeah. Belle, <laughs> walking around town singing her daily song about how much she thinks she's better than the rest of the town. Like, right. not, a, not a great role model. Oh, it was yeah, very narcissistic. So I, I was just excited because Disney hasn't done lush, vibrant background animation like this since Sleeping Beauty. It really does Did look good, doesn't it? Did you not see Encanto? Oh, yeah. It was all right. Should... Encanto was beautiful. I'm talking about this. There's a very... If you watch Sleeping Beauty, there's a, a tapestry style of background animation that has not mm. been done since. So I'm not even talking about like necessarily beautiful background animation they've done a lot of that mm-hmm. but this particular style like looking through I, I went I don't even know what the video what the um, trailer 
covered because I was too busy frame by framing looking mm -hmm. at the backgrounds. But that's me. Mm. So. Well, apparently other animation uh, nerds were watching this as well. Uh, Nerd. It, it beat... Uh, this is the most watched trailer for Disney since Frozen 2 uh, back in 2019. Uh, 66.5 million views across uh, online platforms. How so many minutes? Huge. Alan, Alan Tudyk gets to talk now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a musical I'm comedy. Happy to see a, I'm just happy to see a woman in box braids with, with uh, a woman of color in box braids with freckles. This is that that i'm really just like you don't see that in a disney movie this is dope they, so. so i looked it up her, her her ethnicity is she's north african and southern european however oh my her god that's Kate her father, that's her father <laughs> played by victor garber is the southern european which means her mother is the north african who has died so, oh oh colonization she, oh maybe it's she, a uh, there. <laughs> wait a minute well yeah. Uh, the, the plot is 17-year-old Asha, an idealist who makes a wish so powerful that it is answered by a cosmic force, a little ball of boundless energy called star. So that's the star that you wish upon. Oh. Uh, it comes down and it's a cute little it. anime style. It looks like something out of Pokemon uh, little ball. But uh, the evil villain, Chris Pine, excuse me. King Magnifico, which I think is a lazy <laughs> name, frankly, but <laughs> a little on the nose. Uh, it puts her into direct conflict with King Magnifico, who sees himself as the only person who can dispense wishes. The problem is, is that he does not. He says he does, but he does not. Well, but, I guess I get to sue Disney because I, yeah. I have a character from a musical I did in 1989 where I played a character named His Highness El Gordo Magnifico. El Gordo. <laughs> I remember El Gordo Magnifico. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk is Ash's pet goat, Valentino. <laughs> We're now with a voice. Yeah. Now so they didn't, they didn't let Alan Tudyk be a human. He's still an animal, but at least he Maybe gets to Alan talk. Maybe Alan Tudyk doesn't allow himself to be <laughs> but a here, human. Here's the thing. He sounds like the voice he's doing for Clayface, honestly. I, yes. <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I was like, is that Clayface? That. That's what that. I kept hearing in my yep. head. I, I think Rebecca has a point, though. We really need to drill down here and start really exploring Disney's war on moms. <laughs> War well, on parents in general, really. They're, I mean, redo yeah. they're redoing Bambi, and they're going to make Bambi woke, and now we're going to kill Bambi's two moms. Wait, what? Damn. Huh? Is that a, is that a real thing? Bambi? No, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna digitally animate it and say it's live action. Oh, live like action. Bambi okay. reboot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Evan Peters, two, Harvey. Two days ago, there's a story. Where? The internet. <laughs> what source? Don't Give me a me. source. It's called, it's called you do it. It's called you Rebecca's do this. Trash. Exactly. Rebecca'sTrashRumorSite.com. You do this all the time, Rebecca, and it's always a bad source. Her source is. Uh... In an interview with Collider, screenwriter Lindsay Collider. Anderson Beer shared details of how they will give the new approach to Bambi with their remake. I stopped listening at Collider. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a whole bunch of uh, little uh, teases and uh, trailers uh, this week from Netflix, and it's all like anime stuff. Bring it. Okay, you ready? Yeah, uh, the first excited. one, we got our first look mm -hmm. at Tomb Raider, The Legend of Laura Croft. Oh, yeah. They call this a trailer, but it's not really a trailer. <laughs> it's just sort of a teaser, and, and yeah, there's no barely. release date, but uh, they wanted to show it to you. Uh, and it looked it looked great. It it really did. 
Deadline.com from June 2023. Sarah Pauly, Academy Award winning writer-director Sarah Pauly in talks to direct live-action Bambi for Disney. Uh, you lost me at Disney. Oh, it's live-action? Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, I, mean, I am so excited about... I've been wanting... Rebecca, that's awesome news. Thank you. My favorite... My favorite thing about these Disney live action animes is it's like they're not live action. It's all computer generated now. It's just a different form of animation. Yeah, like say, the, yeah. the Lion King movie live in particular. It's yeah. not Lion King live and, action and, uh, or Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. You're like you live put action. One, one live human in there. <laughs> yeah. It's live action. Come on. Uh, Haley Atwell is the voice of Laura Croft on that. But uh, also, what? yeah. She, she nice. was so good in that League of Legends in Arcane. She's amazing. She does mm -hmm. great voice work. So. Uh, it was, uh, the Tomb Raider news was preceded by a whole bunch of announcements, including a very brief teaser for the Devil May Cry adaptation. Love it. That they are doing based on the uh, Capcom uh, action game. What's that he game, crying about? That story is just No, he weird. may cry. He may choose oh. to cry. Mm -hmm. He's not, he doesn't actually cry, but he, he's been given permission to cry. <laughs> and then there's another uh, thing which was a full on trailer uh, called Blue Eye Samurai. I didn't get one for that's that. That's He-Man. So. You didn't get a Blue Eye Samurai? <laughs> He's got blue eyes and a sword. I figured yeah, that's right. the guy. Same thing. Uh, right? it is uh it is described as a vivid adult animation with live action edge. The story itself is set in uh, Edo, period of Japan. Follows a mixed race master of the sword, Mizu. Considered an outcast and a monster as she seeks to serve her revenge on the man who made her. Blue Eye mm. Samurai. A lot of great voices mm. actors. Uh, Randall Park, George Takei, Masi Oka. Nice. Um, I'll go back and redo Umbrella Academy with animation, Netflix. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Live action's no, fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Do animation, too. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can go to the next picture now. Masters of the Universe Revolution. Yeah, uh, we got, yeah. We got to look at that one, too. I love this show, and also the true hero of Masters of the Universe. He's right up here. There's Stratos. Stratos. He's up there. Oh, he's right. way up, up on the left he's side. Up he's like, "Hey, it's me, Stratos." Oh, no, up here, it's Buzz off. Look, see Buzz off. Here was the thing off? about. Yeah, yeah. Here was the yeah. here was the thing about Stratos. Yeah. Whenever you went to the toy store and the yeah. He-Man figures, there were always tons of Stratos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah, you know why? Because kids are lame and they don't recognize the true hero of Masters of the Universe. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All Stratos right. saved Eternia like a hundred times. Buzz off, he's lame. He's like he's a oh go away, Buzz off. But uh, but Stratos. speaking of speaking of action figures, Buzz uh, off, Buzz off. Scareglow is going to be featured in, in this show. Now isn't Scareglow just uh, Skeletor that glows in the dark? It's, well, a, he's... it's a Masters Universe action figure that is black, and he's got glow in the dark bones painted on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. it was a pretty cool action figure, but he never appeared on the show. So. No, he's he's no Stratos. <laughs> no, he's no Stratos. You're right. He's yeah. not. Thank goodness. We lost Jay. He says he's coming back. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. I'm writing. He's no Stratos. <laughs> ah, that's not Stratos either. He's no that's Stratos, Stratos either. He's better. but we can go. We can go to James Gunn though. Yeah. Uh, because here is what uh, if you follow James Gunn on social media, you you learn a lot of stuff. Because he's not afraid of answering questions most mm -hmm. of the time, not all mm -hmm. the time. Uh, of course, uh, the story I missed last week was that uh, Warner Brothers is building him this great big new facility in London to shoot his superhero movies. Yep. Wow. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, okay. 
So there's that. I imagine it'll because, have some because sort. there's no unions or guilds over there that are on strike. Yeah, uh, and I'm uh, sure they're probably building him a volume as well. You know, so he can play with that. A Vegas uh, orb. A Vegas orb, yeah. But uh, you know, they ask him about you know Superman legacy and all that stuff, and here's what he said: uh, the first up that you're going to get is Creature Commandos, the animated yep. series. He said, nothing is canon until Creature Commandos next year. A yep. sort of apartif to the DCU. And so, then animation, okay, so, it's like they're catering to me. But then, but, but, so then why Blue Beetle, why Aquaman 2? Well, well he's, he's getting to that. Yeah, because <laughs> Aquaman 2 was bought and paid for already. And, and first Aquaman <laughs> was very popular. It made a lot of money for Warner Brothers. So. I think it's the best DC movie ever made. Uh, oh, I don't know about that, <laughs> but it, but it's pretty it's pretty fun. Oh, you know? yeah, Interesting like, opinion to have. It's the it's the Citizen Kane of DC movies. Of Aquaman movies. Yeah, yeah. of Aquaman. Yeah. It's the yes yeah. of Aquaman. I'm just gonna roll I with it. it. He's right. <laughs> um, then, he's out of line, but he's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then after Creature Commandos, a deeper dive into the universe with Superman Legacy after that. It's a very human drive to want to understand everything all the time, but I think it's okay to be confused on what's happening in the DCU since no one has seen anything from the DCU yet. It's really hard to do better than that cartoon, James Gunn. Yep. And yes, some actors will be playing characters they've played in other stories, and some plot points might be consistent with plot points from the dozens of films, shows, and animated projects that have come from DC in the past, but nothing is canon until Creature Commandos and Legacy. Yeah. Uh, and here are the people that he says are going to come on along for the ride. And that is Blue Beetle. Peacemaker. Yep. Played by the Obviously. same actors. <laughs> yep. And Amanda Waller, Viola Davis. It's great. Well, she's perfect. Yeah. Yep. He said, those are the three that are coming along. The rest, I'll let you know. Um, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Choices. Interesting choices. Mm. Everybody's Interesting so creative. Choices. I know. Mm. What? Those are great choices. The best choices. <laughs> Well, I think you could go beyond that and say, well, since uh, Peacemaker's coming, then naturally maybe some of the cast would be coming along too. I mean, yeah, pretty sure. I you mean, know, that's, his, that's kind of a given. He's not going to not cast his wife in that role again. Come on. <laughs> There's that. And his brother as the as the rat guy. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, you know. Weasel. Weasel, thank you. Uh, let's see. Anyway, uh, so the uh, to the business of show, uh, the writers seem to have a deal with... Did it get ratified? It's not yet. Not they're yet. Voting, money. They're, they're voting the week of October 2nd. Yes. Oh, that's, that's like this week. That's Monday. Okay. But uh, if you follow Adam Conover on social media, he says that this is a win. They got what they wanted. And he's been kind of out in the forefront of this whole thing. Uh, so there's that. The actors, however, have not signed anything yet. And that's so that's still going to slow things down. We're going to get our nighttime talk shows back. I guess Stephen Colbert is back next week. Stephen what? Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, The Daily Show, and Seth Meyers are all coming back. I am so excited for Seth Meyers, you guys. Oh, I have good. been dying without my closer look. So does Drew Barrymore feel like she got a, the rind of the stick here? 
you know, if she'd have just waited a week. I was going to say, do I, do I bear, care? Do I care if she feels that way? I don't care. The Barrymores have a long history of just ruining mm-hmm. things, like just not going mm-hmm. with what their guild wants. Dates all the way back to Star Trek, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wait, you worked Star Trek into it again. Well done. I know. I know. It's my new <laughs> superpower. Thank you, sister. Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now the uh, uh, SAG-AFTRA members, uh, nearly 35,000 SAG-AFTRA members have voted in favor of a strike authorizing the interactive media agreements. Yeah. So that's the video game actors. Yep. Nice. And it's not, just, it's not just voice actors, it's the motion capture actors Mo-cap, as well. Yep, all that. Mm-hmm. And this affects, well, everybody. I mean, Activision, uh, Disney, Electronic Arts, Formosa Interactive, Insomniac, Epic, Take-Two, I mean... You name it, it affects all of them. So they have voted to strike as well. And uh, it says, we're asking for three things. Consent for use, transparency around how it's used, and compensation for that use. I'd say those are reasonable reasonable. things. Mm -hmm. Uh, With regards to safety, this is interesting. Uh, The negotiating chair, who has worked on Hi-Fi Rush and Fortnite, said, we've seen, this is about directing the, live action stuff, the motion capture stuff. We've seen bloody fingers, repetitive stress injuries from lifting realistically weighted AK-47s or large guns to do turns and all these atomized pieces of these animations that string together. Oftentimes, you're taking direction from an animator or a coder or a writer who doesn't understand that a person can't crouch and walk for 20 minutes straight. (laughs) He also said, unlike (laughs) it... Unlike a TV stunt, there's no change of wardrobe, change of lights or setup. It's fall, dive through a table, and then do it over and over again for eight hours straight. There's a voice actress who uh, does a lot of motion capture in England named Anna Dimitrio, and her YouTube channel is phenomenal because she goes over what what a day of mocap is. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, you say it's a day to cover one page of dialogue, but with all the motion capture, you might be in a rig for two, three days, just being mm-hmm. photographed over and over and over again. You look at Baldur's Gate 3, we just found out that Shadowheart actually has bard dialogue if you decide to spec her as a bard, which means oh. this character, who's no in no way, shape, or form meant to be a bard, they recorded her doing bard stuff because yep. somebody might decide to do bard stuff with that character. And so that actress had to record all of that stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, in other uh, sort of business, Netflix mailed its last DVD this week. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, On Friday. DVDs. I yeah. My favorite mail day was Netflix Red Envelope Day. Yep. It says, in night. <laughs> rest in postage. Rest in postage. Yeah, rest in yeah. postage. In 1998, <laughs> it says they delivered their first DVD, and Friday morning they shipped their last. If you're what? wondering what those what were, yeah. I have both of those, yes. Oh, good. The first DVD that they shipped in 1998 was a copy of Beetlejuice. Mm. Word. The nice. final, The final envelope contained a DVD copy of the 2010 film True Grit from the Coen Brothers. Hey, both good mm. movies. I saw I saw on Instagram a guy because they're letting you if you are the person who got the last week's worth of DVDs, they're just letting you keep them. So really? there's, a, there's a guy who's like, I love classic movies. I love the red envelope because they had a lot of the really obscure things that you can't find on Netflix. And so mm-hmm. he's That's just like, true. the last envelope I got from them was Sound of Music. 
and there's a so note in there obscure. that said, this is your movie now. Well, that's, he wanted a classic that he could end his subscription on. So, Well, if you really love the red envelope, you can go on Netflix webpage and go to merch, and for $50, you can purchase a sleeping bag that looks like the envelope, <laughs> so you can crawl into... <laughs> Can I oh, mail that's myself? Fun, though. Can I mail myself in this sleeping bag? Yeah, tuck yourself, fun. tuck yourself in like a DVD, and then Netflix we'll have your, have, we'll have your body shipped. Absolutely not. Especially, especially how you end that last sentence. You end that last sentence with "have your body shipped." I don't want that have at all. Your body shipped. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's uh, again. I, I think this is a bad thing. Because again, I'm back. I'm back on my. This is the other church I belong to, Rebecca. Besides Star Trek, it's the physical media church. Because oh, I can't get on board. I'm sorry. They're taking shows off of these services, and you can't watch them because they've decided that you can't. And unless you have a physical copy of it, you're screwed. Well, something you know Brett just what, brought though, up. Just What's learn that? how to surf the high seas. Well, yeah, I, Brett said he loved the Netflix DVDs because of the anime options, and I have to agree. There is a show called Noween that I can't find on anything that I watched on the Netflix DVD stuff. Uh, going through like Firefly, we just we didn't know Firefly. We didn't have uh, we were working nights when Firefly came out, so that show came and went without us even being aware of it. If it wasn't for this DVD service, we would have never watched the show because of the three sheep town we lived in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's who was still servicing uh, with the red envelopes were places mm -hmm. without internet, you know? Right. And there's still a significant portion of the planet without it. What are those 14 hillbillies outside of Taos, New, Mex uh, Taos, New Mexico going to do now? Watch Sound of Music over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that anime. I like it. I like I it a lot. Go to Airbnb down the road. I like I like the anime Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah. Oh I got one problem with Don't this one. It. The fan service Don't. is through the roof. I think the jiggle physics went a little too high. I'll say. Salt Lick loved Salt Lick loved Akira. He was yeah. a big fan. He loved a good anime. I was hoping that brainy boy at the end would win, but no. No, he didn't. That was no. so sad. In the I name still of cried. the moon, I'll punish you. Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that girl on TikTok? She she speaks Japanese, but what she'll do is she'll say she'll just speak Japanese, but with a hick accent. Oh wow! <laughs> that, oh, I gotta see that. That, that hurts my funny. brain. Uh, Jay, have you seen the attack on Titan? <laughs> hey, hey These... Salt Lake. I saw yeah. this one enemies and this boy, his name Monkey, and he yelled gum gum torpedo because <laughs> he's made of rubber. <laughs> them, so good. Them attack on Titans, they they're they eat people. They pick them up and eat them. Yep. Just they just eat them. Jay, just, they just, it's so sad. Just like walking out in my garden, grabbing a cherry tomato. Exactly. Just down the hatch. And you know, it's funny you would say cherry tomato because that's an awful lot of what it looks like. Yeah, big red cherry tomatoes. You ever watch Speed Racer and the cars all stack up on top of each other? And your dad that, comes in and goes, that, that don't work. 
That kid and that yeah. monkey hiding in the trunk all the time. <laughs> hey, why does Speed Racer hijinks. always have a gun? Uh, hey, yeah, uh, Speed Racer has a gun? Always. He always had a gun. He always had a flick on him. He always, a, he always Japan, kept that thing. He's a spy in Japan. Over here, we're just like, oh, he likes to race. It's for when he gets uh, road rage and wants yeah. to tail somebody for miles in Eagle Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> very well, specific. Uh, huh? This, yeah, that sounds very specific. Yeah. It's because um, Eagle Mountain is like the hub of that particular thing. Of, it's, it's where crazy yeah. goes to live. You've been following yeah, was, me again, Rebecca? <laughs> Don't drive uh, like an idiot, Tony. <laughs> for, for our next story. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. All right. Mm. Uh, good news. Uh, if you did not see this series, I think it was three seasons. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Groovy. Yeah. And it, it is a, coming. Huh? It's a fun show. Yeah, it was it's pretty good. I watched show. the first season. It's yep. coming to Hulu October 1st. Nice. So uh, there you go. Ash versus Evil Dead. It was uh, uh, premiered in 2015, ran for three seasons, uh, giving the not so gracefully aging Ash, who's been oh, vigorous. such a loser. Who's been, <laughs> he's been vigorously trying to forget his past as a warrior against the supernatural. But he still until, works at Smart. <laughs> yeah. Until the day comes that he's unable to deny his destiny with the help of sidekicks uh, like uh, Kelly, who is there, who is terrific on this show, mm -hmm. and Pablo, Ray Santiago. Yep, who, he's good too. Uh, and Lucy Lawless shows yeah, up. Yeah, you get the, that, uh, that was you get the, the Zeno, the, the Zena <laughs> reunion. Lucy mm -hmm. Lawless that was the and genius uh, Bruce and that Campbell. Is bringing, bringing somebody in that hits as hard as he does comedically, and mm -hmm. Lucy Lawless is, is peerless. So having the two of them on screen together, I think, was just perfect because but, she, she could bring it as hard as he could. That's true. But the genius casting for this show oh, yeah. was Ash's dad, which is Lee Majors. Old oh, Lee oh. Majors. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's Ash's dad. Yeah, he don't mean to kiss and tell. No. So that's uh, October 1st on your Hulu, if you did not see that. Okay. Now, this story, I was hesitant to report it because I didn't like the sources. Collider, huh? Was it no. Deadline? It was, was it deadline. Collider? <laughs> it was Deadline, and that's the only place that this story is showing up, which confuses <laughs> me. But anyway. I only get my news from El Calido. <laughs> I get all my news from OAN. Your man from Koyaida. <laughs> I, I get my news from BET. Yeah. <laughs> I get it from the Farmer's Almanac. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, one day I'm going to do a one-man show for Jay that's just Salt Lake. It'll just be for Jay. Yep. It won't hey, be for anyone else. What? So I want to watch. <laughs> but, Jay, you won't know what's happening. You're just going to turn no. on your light in your living room, and Carrie's going to be there sitting there is. in costume. <laughs> and I'll be right whale, there in my overalls. Whale, whale. Nope. 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 Overalls, but no shirt, right? Yeah. Nope. Overalls, nope. no shirt, and a trucker hat. That's what it'll be. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> uh, so this uh, Marvel Studios, it says, will start taking pitch meetings with writers, now that the writers' strike is over, who are interested in scripting uh, X-Men in the MCU. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no planned release date or anything, but... They're just, they want to hear your pitch. If you, you know, if you know somebody at Marvel, if you know Kevin Feige. Now's your chance, Lee. Now's your chance. Mm -hmm. So this has been, we've been waiting for this ever since 2017, because that's when they bought Fox and the rights yep. back. I've been uh, for waiting for this since 1979. Uh, though, <laughs> uh, in, in 1979, you're like, man, I can't wait till Disney buys Marvel. No, I, I really want... <laughs> 
I've been wanting like really coherent, awesome, true, bright four color X-Men since I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Did you not watch the made for you, TV series yeah, Generation X? Disappointed yes, in did. Matt Fuhrer was amazing. Matt Fuhrer was amazing. Get it? Yeah, you almost got me there, Tony, but you didn't, did you? I love. Um, I taped no, that show. I, I watched liked, it a ton of times when I was little. I liked a lot of the Fox stuff that came out, but I want that four color X-Men experience. I want mm-hmm. bright, vibrant. Let's have fun. It doesn't have to be so freaking serious. Okay, X-Men. well, that's... You, you know what's kind of crazy? The X-Men don't really fight crime. It's always no. like they're they're yeah. always just like looking out for themselves. They mm, fight yeah, prejudice but... and racism. Injustice. That's what I said. The X-Men are really just... They, oh. they just like, if you mess with us, if you mess with one of us, you get all of us. And we've Can all you... got hands. Like, there are so many... There are so many pages of Storm just smacking the shit Listen, out of you. Catch these claws. Snick. Once, once this happens, do not do a drinking game where right-wing pundits call it woke and you take a drink every time because you will be dead. Um, so, here's my, so here's my question for you all. And I, I think we kind of got Lee's, but here you go. Pitch me X-Men in the MCU. Bring them in. What is it? Make uh, them all they're... people of color because it it make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just kind of there. I think we go back and we um, edit all of the MCU movies, and they're just kind of there in the background. Yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, it's something that uh, is like the in the hero community, it would be the open secret. Everyone knows the mutants exist in the hero community, but they haven't said anything about it because they then where were they want to protect in them? End game. Well, where where were the where was Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage? Yeah, I mean, where were they? There was plenty, you know. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I would do. I would ha- I would sneak them in the back door, be like they've been here the whole time, but we've been keeping them a secret. Hmm. I. They were scrolls the whole time. Or or or. <laughs> okay. You could, you could do you could do scrolls, or they were on, uh, Krakoa or whatever that they're. Mm-hmm. they're there you go. That they um. It, they, yeah, it's you know like. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, like that, it's that like Wakanda they've, they've or just something. Been chilling on their own planet, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I feel <laughs> like that way. Um, I feel or, like with their or, going or oh. awkward silence. Yeah. Oh, no, we, we, you keep breaking up. We can't hear what you're <laughs> what you're pitch, what you're pitching. Yeah, I'm <laughs> All right. Uh, well, think about it. Think about I, it. Let me know. I, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to use the whole Deadpool multiverse. Oh, these X-Men too, over yeah. here, were, and we're going to bring some of them in, but they're they're that other universe's X-Men. Oh, look, they were here all along. Whereas I, what I would love for them to do is have a different multiverse where, you know, kind of like they have the Tobyverse, they have the Andrewverse, have ah. an X-Men universe where they cut into the first class but then you start doing the uh the black swan storyline where where they have to start destroying universes because if they don't they're gonna blow up the prime universe so so they start some universes together so you start bringing and then you get that fantastic storyline that i love so much where dr doom has to become the sorcerer supreme um, it is good, to, yes. Yeah. So you do your your first class, and then they start because they come to the the prime universe where the MCU is taking place. At all of a sudden, mutation exists. They start getting young mutants, and the first five have to go. But I've already cast Cyclops. Finally, Scott Marsden. 
Nope. James If you watch the live action One Piece, the guy that plays Sanji, the cook, he's Cyclops in my head. He's he's perfect. Okay. He's just he's charismatic, but he's got that kind of that Chris Evans stoicism, but without a stick up your ass. Hmm. Chris Evans so, doesn't have a stick up his ass. That's what I'm talking about. Chris Evans pulls off that stoicism because he doesn't have a stick up his ass. Whereas oh. other people that play that kind of character, that stoic leader is so hard to pull off because what they usually do is oh, I have a stick up, up my butt, yeah. yeah. No, you have to you have to have that inner core of, oh, this guy's just righteous and that's how he operates. It it mm-hmm. it that's that guy, right? And that's Scott um, Summers. We, all, is, we also mustn't forget that they have kind of already introduced mutants into the MCU right. with Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yep. Ms. Marvel mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, is Scarlet Witch technically a mutant? Well, no, she was no they, she's trash. That's a whole okay. other thing. <laughs> all right. I, I swear there I was told one of the not to at talk about Scarlet Witch. She's trash. I swear <laughs> there was one other character that they hinted at having yeah. mutation other the than Miss Marvel. Uh, was there, or maybe I'm thinking, I don't think so. Else. I really, I think they only really like did the thing with Ms. Okay. Marvel. All right. Mm. All right. Well, maybe yeah. that's how you do it is use Miss Marvel to introduce more of them. Although what, what, what was the porcupine in She-Hulk? Wasn't that a mutant? No, that was a I just, say, I just say they just show oh, up. That's what it was. Well, I guess it yes. was just some of the characters in She-Hulk are mutants in the comics, but they didn't specifically say they were mutants in the Marvel or, Universe. Or you go real easy with the whole thing. Magic can go between dimensions, so you, you literally should just open a portal mm. and there they are. You know? Yeah. And Anya Taylor-Joy was a great magic anyway, so keep her coming. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> She was oh, Sean in the chat says that Emma Frost's name came up in Secret Invasion. That would be cool. Did it? I didn't catch that. That's, that's the, thing well, about that's the problem is I didn't finish Secret Invasion. And if I had known these, um, there was an Emma Frost reference, I would have watched. I didn't catch that. These are characters that. that have been hiding for their own survival for decades, right? That's so, what I said at the yeah, beginning of this well, conversation. Well, that's, uh, I didn't want to give so you sorry, any but credit we're not for listening that. To you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's like, but that's like the Eternals, though. Can they do that again and pull it well, off? What about Namor? Namor yeah, Brady, is a mutant. He's a mutant yeah. in the comics, yeah. He's a mutant. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, okay, then guess what? That we don't need the to pitch it because they've already that. done it. Good job. Yeah. All right. We're in. <laughs> All right, then. What did you consume this week? Who wants to oh, go? Man. I'll go first. I got, I got a I'll decent... go first. Okay, no? you can go okay. first. <laughs> Jay? <laughs> it's a delay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's I'm funny. Sorry. It adds for comedic effect. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I started watching uh, Netflix's Kengan Ashura. Uh, I The season three is back, and it's absolutely fun. I, I remember watching it during like 2020, 2021. Great series, great animation. It's basically like where all these different corporations have these huge fighting tournaments. And it's like, imagine if um imagine if uh olive garden had like the olive garden corporation had their number one ranked fighter and they go out and the bread against the old navy's best jujitsu fighter and the rugby shirts yeah. yeah and then if whoever make whoever wins the fight makes more money for the company yeah it's just like it's just it's just it's just great watch there's, it's it's so much fun it's like there's three like seasons fighter tekken and and like successions in yeah, it's it, it's like if you like if you like Succession, if you like Street Fighter and Tekken, watch King and Ashura. There you go. I okay. will. That sounds. That's fun. all I've been consuming. 
That sounds like something that you'd be into, Tony. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, then, Tony, why don't, why don't you go next? All right. Uh, this week was a week of endings for TV oh. shows for me. Finished up hmm. a bunch of shows. Uh, Harley Hi, Quinn. Happy. Fantastic uh, season of Harley Quinn. Finished that up. Um, can't recommend enough these next two reservation dogs absolutely phenomenal way to yeah. wrap up the series it was the series absolutely. finale that was it was so good i was so i have that on good. my list i so absolutely love that show that episode and, with ethan hawk oh so good oh but, ethan hawk shows up yeah yeah but those two characters and that whole storyline and the way that those two bounce off of each other it was mm -hmm. it was inspired it was really good I've never seen a show balance um, comedy and feels as well as Reservation Dogs, like comedy mm -hmm. and drama, personal drama, and oh man, so good. Um, also finished up Futurama. Uh, Futurama se oh. season finale was very good, super yes. good. I love how every episode this season they tended to take a um either a sci-fi trope or something that happened to us in the last five to eight years that they would have <laughs> lampooned at the time and then bring it back around for for now uh mm -hmm. really good and then also finished uh, oh not finished up but because I, I thought i was done but there's a couple more episodes that adventure time fiona and cake uh was so off. good Tony. holy oh moly my God. Yes. i'm up to date on that one. Oh, i think i'm one episode behind now but man it is absolutely just phenomenal if you have if you had any interest in Adventure Time back when it was on, or you've watched it since then, this is one of the best sequels I've ever seen to a show ever. Just oh, absolutely my friend great. Ellis can help you out. Oh yeah, so <laughs> Hi, good. I'm LSP. <laughs> you mean Lumpy Space Princess? <laughs> so good. It's a, it's a guy who lives in the woods. Yep. <laughs> And then uh, I, I did some homework. Last thing I want to mention, I did some homework. I watched the David Lynch Dune. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. Okay. First off. You uh, loved it. There's some good stuff in this show, yeah. actually. There were yeah. some parts I enjoyed. Yeah. And there were some parts that made me just go, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> and it all culminates <laughs> in the last 15 minutes of just pure unadulterated wackadoo like yep. it is just wild they tell, you, they tell you two years past no 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 no, no. <laughs> they mention it briefly uh but they don't say how long has passed at all when they're like well, my sister grew quickly and yeah. like i'm just like uh, okay now the, the last scene okay first of all baron harkonnen what did he do to that character that character is <laughs> absolutely wild in this movie <laughs> The bit and where then, they're popping all of his boils and he's just yeah. sexy talking yeah. to his nephews. And he just floats <laughs> around the room going, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love and it. Then, <laughs> and then the very near right near the very end when uh when Paul Trady's sister comes in and uses the voice on the yep. on on Harkonnen, oh I died laughing. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, I'm, I've told this before, but when that movie opened in theaters and we went to theaters to see it on the opening weekend, they handed out newsletters, for lack of a better term, that explained, here's what's going on. Zines. <laughs> yes, yeah. because you I'm need like, that. What is this? If this I is had, homework. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I hadn't read the book, 
uh, I would have no idea. And and I I love that depending on which cut you manage to get your hands on, it's either a David Lynch film or an Alan Smithy film because (laughs) the movie was so freaking weird. The studio came in and added 30 minutes of voiceover over production art explaining what all the different houses were, who the oh, Landsberg Emperor was, why the Spice Guilds existed, all this stuff. And Lynch took one look at that and he's like, this is stupid. It's half an hour before the movie even starts. Give your audience some, you know, a little bit of credit for intelligence. Of course, the movie had already bombed at that point. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, if you want, just watch it for, watch it not for seriousness reasons. Watch mm-hmm. it for the ridiculousness reasons and you'll have a good time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca? Uh, I watched uh, four movies, and because we didn't get to talk about movies last week, I'm just going to go in chronological order that I've watched them. Okay. Uh, Dave Made a Maze. I believe this movie is from 2017. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, one of the most unique and creative movies that I've ever seen in my entire life. This was at Sundance. I remember now, yeah. Um, I highly encourage you to watch this, especially it makes a great October movie. Um, it, it's, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, except I never thought I would see a house of leaves movie and Ooh. this manages to make a house of leaves movie, but extremely lighthearted. And, uh, I can't stress the word creative enough. Um, <laughs> essentially this guy, Dave makes a cardboard maze in his house and can't get out and so his girlfriend and a documentary crew go in there to try to get him out and uh, um it's cardboard. truly but it's all cardboard it's just walk the through thing, it the thing, well you would think um the thing that uh that got me to watch was i saw a comment about it how the liquor store the local liquor store where they got a lot of their boxes from to make this movie um gets an executive producer credit oh so nice. <laughs> um I yeah I just I can't stress enough it's one of the most creative movies I've seen in in probably my entire life. Um, then on Hulu there's a great new horror movie on Hulu called No One Will Save You. Uh, oh, starring... is this I is it good? Oh, it's because I watched the trailer and I was like, of a movie. Hmm. Is this the one you yeah. were telling me I needed to watch? Correct. This okay. is um, starring Caitlin Dever. Um, it's a take on a home invasion story, and it's no secret in the trailer it's aliens. Right. Um, but it is, like I said, it's a real butt clencher of a movie. There's a special aspect of this movie that was spoiled for me before I watched it, so I'm not going to tell you here, but it really makes the movie even more special when you watch it, so <laughs> highly recommend. There's even... Um, there's a, a page of the script floating around on Twitter that um, kind of shows you the the creativity that can go into script writing and how, it, you know, if you have read this page and when you get to that scene in the movie, it you see how Caitlin Dever is performing what is written in the script. I know I'm saying just a lot of words right now, but uh, mm. highly, highly recommend it. it very, very scary. Um, it's on Hulu. Uh, and then this week I went to go see the new Gareth Edwards movie, The Creator. Um, oh, how was it? Uh, <laughs> hi. Uh, once again, Gareth Edwards has made an incredibly visually stunning movie that's also so boring. Oh, that's right up my alley. <laughs> I love movies like that. It, it is. It's a story about you know 
the dangers of it, the potential dangers of AI, and essentially the story well, it's is true. It's dangerous. <laughs> it takes place in you know a pseudo, a pseudo dystopian future where, for a period of time, AI was part of our daily lives and incorporated in the workforce and in our home lives, and then. Uh, AI nukes LA and so AI gets banned all across the world except for New Asia so then America takes it upon themselves to go destroy all of the remaining AI in New Asia so it's also a very heavy-handed Vietnam War metaphor mm -hmm. uh, and just it, it, there's not an original bone in this movie it's mm. you know lone wolf and cub and it takes a lot of the tropes that we've seen before and doesn't do anything original with them mm, that's too bad it was number three at the box office this mm. weekend behind uh, uh, saw x and number one paw patrol <laughs> i was gonna go see there it but go. i don't like documentaries <laughs> well and like the thing is like gareth edwards he does such a good job at like highlighting scale because you know the man did the, that first got new godzilla movie and rogue yes. one so when it comes to larger thing like very cool to see but something that also really stuck out for me if your movie is going to be very technology focused i need the technology to be consistent uh -oh. and it just did not feel very yep. consistent throughout mm. the movie okay. um, so, right. uh, i don't know and then last night i watched um, a movie from 2011 we need to talk about kevin starring tilda swinton and john c Riley and ezra miller um well, i knew what it was about yeah. i don't know why i waited so long to watch it um doesn't quite hit as hard in the year 2023 because it is about um the relationship between a mother and a son and the son is just a tiny sociopath that, who grows up to go do a school shooting and Whoa. so it's a it's a really well told story um doesn't like i said doesn't really hit as hard in the year 2023 as it did in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. um but yeah just a really good character driven story all right nice uh lee all right so um i couldn't sleep the other night so i i got up and i started watching some shows that i realized i hadn't watched the first few episodes of so okay. i started arrested development from season one and if i remember oh. if i if i remember watching the first two episodes i don't remember watching the first two episodes like i so realizing that yeah the characters were a little lower key they were a little toned down but they were setting up jokes on the first episode that didn't play out until season two or three yep yeah. master class in writing so, yep. so amazingly good. well done second season of wheel of time continues to be one of my favorite adaptations of a book because they yeah. learned when to just back up yeah and buddy. say no we don't we don't need to do this part and I'll get to adaptations in a second. Uh, Resident Alien finally getting through that. Season three is killing me. It is so damn good. As opposed to the final season of Henry Cavill on The Witcher, where I said, yeah, I would have left too. This is some boring shit. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Fiona, Fiona and Cake, second episode, when they when they actually oh. do a sequel to Adventure Time, and you see oh. old, old weird Jake. <laughs> Lee, I was sitting there misty-eyed that entire episode, man. Yeah, mm. it's so mm, good. And that was your adventure time was your jam, Tony. Oh, I and, I, and I love Ice King. He's such a great character. I uh, watched an anime series called Bucket List of the Dead, which I actually really kind of dug um, because they made the they made the zombies really vibrant. Like they they're not covered in blood. They're covered in color. And the whole premise is this guy's just a, a wage slave. He's working his ass off for a company that doesn't give a crap about him. And then when the zombie pandemic breaks out, 
he's like, oh, cool. Finally, I'm going to do my bucket list. He's so happy that it's, <laughs> it's the end times. And he's just like, cool. This is the best. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. And Leah, I, was, I feel like uh, this is a show about what would happen to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, oh, wait, I can do whatever I want. All I have to do is survive these assholes. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'm totally there. Um, Ahsoka, they, oh my gosh. Mm. Rebecca, I'm so glad we had the conversation we had at FanX about this realization that you had that Star Wars is uh, this this Star Wars isn't clicking with you because it's fantasy and that you've yeah. always had a hard time with fantasy and I'm like yeah, oh my gosh like that fantasy. makes so much sense but uh, oh man I am really enjoying this they are they're doing some delicious things with Thrawn and those Night Sisters couldn't be creepier so thank you Star Wars and, people and I will say that in this episode finally Rosario Dawson is doing something besides folding her arm sternly oh, I mean thank her, God she, fin- <laughs> she finished her training yeah she's she's found her joy again like she can be alive and vibrant i feel like ahsoka lost that when uh you know the entire 501st tried to kill her yeah (laughs) yeah so i saw saw uh, my least favorite droid made a comeback the c-3po second in line behind luke skywalker for the whiny bitch award that's how you handle (laughs) involving a character that you can't involve on the show I love three PM. You you send the envoy. Uh, the Turtles animated movie that just came out is yes. phenomenal, and it is Cronenberg a love letter. For kids. It's the best. It is a love letter to weird t- teenage mutant yes. ninja turtles. I love that it was a Paul Rudd that played Mondo Gecko. Yes. Okay, Mondo Gecko is one of those throwaway characters that you know Seth Rogen and his buddies were like, Mondo Gecko's the coolest. Let's put Mondo <laughs> Gecko in a movie when we're grownups. Um, the fact that Bebop and Rocksteady were there but didn't have to be back i loved this movie i loved it i've watched it twice but what <laughs> jay and i were talking about this during the con about how much we enjoyed this movie yeah. yeah it's so good it's just a love letter to turtles and it's fantastic and i thought they handled april better than april's ever been handled and it was just yes. like thank you for this just deliriously fun little yeah. movie and and now, it was and they were talking about it at the comic book store when I went on Wednesday. Yeah. They were talking about how everybody loves this movie and it's just I, like so I don't know nothing about no Ninja Turtles and I love this movie. I've seen it three yeah. times now. You, yes. do, you don't need to know anything about them because now you do, mm-hmm. right? And it's yeah, actually yeah. more Whoa. more faithful than it's ever been, and it's still the yeah. new the I'm Daredevil. Watch this. I haven't seen it it's yet. it's amazing, Tony. Oh, you haven't now, seen it. Well, because the thing that they do, too, is they got the kids it's in the so room. Good. All the kids are in the room acting against each other. And imp- like they had permission to improv so much. Mm, like nice. and, Seth, and Seth Rogen, he took a lot of he has taken a lot of what he has learned in his time in the film industry and applied it to these projects and made yep. them better. And so it's like phenomenal being in the same room and acting together um, as far as like the animation goes, he they they intentionally drew everything like they would draw the ninja turtles like when they were kids right mm-hmm. so like the ninja turtle like it looks like stuff that you would draw on your mm-hmm. notebook when you were a kid it was a it's, very unique style yeah and it's so so good the flashback to splinter taking the kids out when they were babies oh, yeah. and oh. i was like and little donnie so much, with his glasses yes. i die the for soundtrack him. <laughs> like i'm sorry if you put De La Soul in your soundtrack, I'm there anyway. Trent so. Reznor and Atticus Ross. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Well, they weren't in De La Soul. <laughs> well, I know, but like, <laughs> come on. They okay, should have been. So I would make this as quick as I can with the last thing because it blew my freaking mind. Uh, a year ago, the Cowboy Bebop live action show came out and I was so, like, a lot of the animation fans were kind of let down by the show because they just, they just... 
said, we're going to do the episodes of the show that already happened. I'm like, do new adventures, please. You've got a great cast. You've got a great style. You've got a fantastic soundtrack. Just do new stuff. And they're like, no, we're going to do old stuff. But the One Piece live action series on Netflix, the reason why it works, I'm going to show a quick picture of the reason why I think the show works as opposed to some of the other animation adaptations. They, they understand it. This, this is a telephone. In the One Piece animation, this is the telephone That's in the One Piece live action. It's a snail, and you talk into it. And, uh, <laughs> Do you they, talk into its butt? Yeah, and like that admiral <laughs> I just showed, he he in the animation, like he's wearing this okay. puppy dog. He's wearing this puppy dog hat. It, like it's a bulldog hat, so the bulldog's fangs are the top of his. And it's not like it's a real bulldog. It's like a it's a soft sculpture bulldog hat. It's the stupidest looking thing in the world in the animation. And then you get to the live action when they introduce the guy, he's wearing the stupid puppy hat. Uh, you've got characters that are not afraid to scream out their finishing moves when they're in battle, which is essential for an anime fight. And they all mm. approach it like it's Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, and, and again, this was all that I heard people talking about it uh, at the con when we were there. People were going, yeah. have you seen this? Have you seen no. this? I, I've only watched maybe 20 episodes of the animation and it's great. I have a good time with it, but what they did with this is just like, oh my God, the, the, the shark pirates, the, the black cat pirates, like the pirate gangs are the most ridiculous thing in the world. And everybody in it's just, no one's winking at the camera. Everybody's just like, they're, I'm in love with it. I, I hope they do the 12 seasons that they think they're going to get. And 12 see, season well, two yeah. has been approved. So well, if you're adapting that's... a thousand episodes of an anime series, you need a few seasons. 12. That's true. That's fair. All right. Um, 12. Yeah. 12. I don't oy, think oy, it'll oy. be 12. No, uh, it'll be three. Cause it's Netflix for me. Uh, lower decks, Ahsoka, also uh, Ninja Turtles, all great. Betazoids. All terrific. The two, uh, uh, well, the one thing that I saw this week, which was just, once again, I I, I had chills. Uh, because I didn't get a chance to see this in theaters when it was released in, uh, what was it, 82, 83. Uh, Talking Heads Stop Making Sense. Oh, yeah. I, did, I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. I only it got to see out. it on, on uh, the Vidya, you know. And it's one of my favorite bands, top five easily. And it's a so, Jonathan Demi movie, right? Jonathan Demi directed, and it's okay. just one of their concerts. And I got to see the last showing here in town of, on IMAX. Wow. And I wasn't prepared, first of all, for that wonderful IMAX sound uh, of, of my favorite band just coming right at me and that was terrific how big were the suits on the imax suit was really big yes uh <laughs> so th and that was wonderful and to, and to see this band you know at, at the top of their game uh, in, uh which band for those of us who talking heads talking heads sorry talking heads uh, I got to see it. So uh, that was in IMAX was my experience. It's still in theaters, regular theaters. Maybe if you get a good theater with a good sound system, uh, I would go. Otherwise, I would say wait and buy it when it's available uh, very soon. I'm not sure when. Uh, and own it and turn up your sound system at home with a nice big screen. It was just such a great experience. I I had chills it was i haven't felt that way in a long time uh, awesome. so there's that and uh, also uh, on hbo jose andreas I, I and like family go to spain happy, yeah <laughs> jose andreas and family go to spain it's a six-part uh, you know following jose andreas and his daughters through spain and uh, i want to go to there 
and eat all the things. Mm. <laughs> we need to Food. go in late August. A friend of mine failed his LDS mission to Spain because after he'd been there for a while and the, the harvest season hit and then the cider festival mm -hmm. started picking up. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He, he, he all of a sudden realized that hard cider is better than church. And they, <laughs> they go to one of those hard cider festivals with this big party and the fireworks and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, Barcelona is where I want to go. Barcelona! Barcelona. All right. Uh, games, Tony, and then we'll go to our private show. Games? <laughs> Baldur's any? Gate 3. That's all that matters. Is that what about Spider-Man 2? When does Spider-Man 2 come uh, out? Okay, that, that one will matter as well. Let me look real quick. Because I hear it has one. fall damage, and if that's the case, I am screwed. No, it, it's, it's option. It's option. You can turn How it good? off or turn it on. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, let's see. Uh, nope, it's not this week. This week, oh, all there is is Disgaea 7. If you're into the uh, JRPGs, you got Disgaea 7. But uh, Spider-Man is, uh, I think, two weeks later. Anyway. I finally got out of the Goblin hideout, Tony. Lee, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I realized I was go. never going to get through it, so I just left. That's what I told you to do. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Good job. Yeah, it sounded like something you told me to do. So I thought I'd do it. Yep. Mm, all right, then. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you all in the chat room for being here live. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are a Patreon member, uh, come and join us. We're going to do our after party. GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. If you're not a Patreon member, you can jump in right now. Bababooey, bababooey, bababooey. Or something. Hey, uh, real geek quick, to, yes. all the, to all the Fanex, uh, sorry, to all the Fanex people that saw that came out for the live show, just thank you so much for showing up. It was yeah. really nice to receive that was nice. That yes. love and energy. You had such a great time. I had like that, like ugh, that. I needed that so bad, and it was so good to see everybody. So thank you to all the people that came out and supported us. It meant a lot to all of us. Did your yes, son finally get that hug, yes, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Did he? All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, live long and prosper, y'all. Bye. 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 We'll see you after party. Bye.